Ingayo valo, ngai kosa inglisiyo yami. Ngobanga saba, ugugnigesa utanolami longe. Kwamis kati stano sami. Beautifully talented uh, Jerusalemer, beautifully talented gospel singer as well as a songwriter. Um, and uh, he's part of the Christian faith. And this is how we are going to wrap up our final hour of the show today by uh, touching base with uh, NJ um, to just talk about his life, to talk about his life, his journey, and of course, uh, his experience as a uh, faith-based individual in the uh, Christian faith, 
but also as a gay man within the constructs of the Christian faith. Oftentimes, it's a very interesting journey, and I use a, a, a very lackluster word like interesting, but it's it's an interesting journey that some of us will never really be able to identify with. Um, and it's often not welcoming and not positive to a lot of uh, the homosexual community worldwide. Uh, NJ, good, good morning. Good morning, Bridget, and good morning to your listeners. Thank you so much for taking the time to come uh, and chat to us today. Uh, thank you for the platform and thank you for the invite. Uh, oh. It's such an honor to be here. What a beautiful song. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe before we even get into who NJ Kunene is, tell me a little bit about the song. The song in 2017, um, well, I was kind of reflecting on Hello? Did I lose NJ? I lost NJ momentarily, but we're going to get him back on the line in just a moment. It is the final hour of The Talking Point with myself, Bridget Missinger, right here on SAFM. Remember that our phone lines are open on 011-714-2006, as well as our WhatsApp line that is open on 614 You can find us on the Twitter as well, your social media platforms, wherever you are. We are at SAFM Radio, and you can CC me at Bridget. Masinga, hashtag SAFM talking point. Um, if you want to share any of your views regarding uh, the conversation that we're about to have now or any of the past conversations that we've had in the last two and a half hours, we're going to take a quick break while we get NJ Kunene back on the line and then we come back and we talk. Really, this conversation is about Christianity, it's about faith, and maybe not just Christianity in J, um, but faith in general and what that experience might might be like for somebody who happens to be part of uh, the LGBTQI plus community um, and you yourself as a faith-based individual, how welcoming are you? Like really, really, how welcoming are you uh, to somebody whose orientation sexually differs from your own or from what is uh, dubbed as the quote-unquote uh, acceptable norm. Ah, I use those words with such a bitterness in my mouth, right? Because we should not be using such words uh, in 2021. 20, uh, but all that and more coming up right after this. At SFM Radio and at Bridget Masinga. NJ Kunene is back on the line. Uh, NJ, yes. Yes, Bridget. Yes, let's let's just so much just you know continue from where we left off. So yeah. you were telling me about uh, the song that we we opened up our conversation with Jerusalem, um, and and when exactly and how exactly that came to be. Okay, well, I mean, I was I was I was dealing with my own breakup, uh, breakup, and uh, reflecting on on this great love that I had and and how I lost it because I couldn't see I couldn't see it because I was just. Way I was in pain, mm-hmm. and so I sort of I, I decided to write the song. Um, it also was during the season where I felt that I needed to write differently because obviously my story was not going to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I th- so I thought my story was not going to be welcomed in a lot of um, faith faith based uh, uh, spaces. Mm. So that's when I thought, okay, let me just you know what I'll write love songs, but also um, I'll write from a place where. 
from from in our language because I mean I've always been writing um, uh, faith-based music so mm. it's part of who I am and obviously it's going to translate even in the music that I was going to make and I needed to make peace with with that as well so that's how the song came about Interestingly enough, you, you you know you you mentioned that you've always been writing, and I see from your biography you've always been involved in the church um, yes. and through music, particularly, and your contribution to to many artists and their body of work in the church and gospel space. And yet, it is that same space that's kind of you know that is not often welcoming. It's the same space that 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 hasn't always been your safe haven. Well, I mean, it's 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 a sad uh, reality for a lot of us that when we initially start as little kids, mm. church is a safe space, and then mm. until you start finding yourself, and then it it it, it suddenly becomes a very like um, violent space. Mm. You know, I mean, it, they, they you know they violently reject they reject us, and it's it's you know it's 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 something. It, it's it's something tough to take in, but at the same time, it's not surprising because I mean, up until a certain point, I mean, the church was fine with slavery, right? Mm. Um, and also, uh, I mean, the great Martin Luther, um, the reformist Martin Luther, mm. actually wrote a book um, about the Jews, and it, like he was fueling anti-Semitism. So um, up until like the late twenties, I mean, up until. Um, the Second World War, the church had to have a reckoning and, a reckoning and actually um, have a conversation about how uh, Christians view the Jews and how they uh, uh, present themselves and things like that. And mm. so it's not something new. I mean, up until, in, I mean, up until the, the, the 90s, women in ministry were not a thing, mm, right? Mm, Even mm. till now, it's not a thing. So... Um, as society is evolving and, and also just in our understanding of, of scripture and what, I mean, the basis of us having a relationship with God is, 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 well, I mean, if you're coming from a Christian faith, that is the basis of you having a relationship with God is through Christ mm. and nothing else and mm. nothing else. And so, I mean, this journey for me has been at times lonely, mm. at times are very tough, but also very necessary because I needed to to strip things down to the bare minimum and just understand that this, what matters is that I am loved by God and He constantly kept showing up. Mm-hmm. Let's talk, NJ, about uh, just your your background briefly, your your okay. your, your family upbringing. I know that. Uh, when when you finally decided to come out, to use the popular term coming out, um, you know, your your dad was the more receptive, the more welcoming space. Your mom struggled a little bit with, 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 with sort of acceptance, I guess, and understanding. Well, it's actually, it was the other way around. Um, was it the other way around? Yeah, like um, I actually came out to my mom mm-hmm. and I, I knew that it was important for me to actually have that conversation mm. because by then I was already part of um, a band that was in the public eye and, and I, I, I just you know, I didn't want anybody else telling my story but me. Mm. So I had a conversation with her and then she had a conversation with her husband and then... Why do you, you say know, her husband? <laughs> <laughs> my dad, obviously. <laughs> I mean that's how it works. I get more from your twenty mile, yeah, woman. It was like that kind of situation. Mm. Um, I mean it was much easier because I was staying by myself 
and um, you know I had my own independence. Mm-hmm. But then when I had to move back home, so we had like to navigate, you know, and there are certain things that we're still like navigating, mm-hmm. you know. But at the like the bottom line is um, we love each other, and and that's the most important thing. And mm-hmm. just like how it took me years to um, come to the space where I'm like, okay, this is who I am. You know, mm-hmm. this is this is this is me. You know, I also need to extend grace to a lot of people um, where 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 that's concerned as well. Yeah, uh, you, you you know, I I often have this excess information in my brain and sometimes trying to recall it all at the same time when I'm having conversations. So you'll forgive me when I have nuggets of missing pieces here and there. Um, One of the most interesting books I've ever read was a sort of um, an adaptation of a a, a book that we all love for colored girls who've committed suicide. Mm. Um, A lot of my friends are homosexual males and one of them gave me a book to read which borrowed from that title. I forget now who was the author, but it it borrowed from that title and it was called For Colored Men Who've Mm. Considered Suicide When the World Was Not Enough. Um, and obviously, a lot of people know the the you know the original body of work, um, and and this was really a diarizing of of coming out stories by Black American homosexual men, um, and it was interesting for me as I read through the book from front to back cover, how the stories, you know, they were so varied, so so different, but the nuances of them all, because there were parents who were very accepting. Mm-hmm parents where it was neither here nor there because you know they'd be like oh i i knew when you were four <laughs> mm. you, you're telling me something i knew and and there were parents who struggled with with sort of um accepting but i found that the struggle was more about themselves versus than mm. their child it was more a questioning of everything that had been indoctrinated inside of them, inside of their belief system, versus whether they were questioning their love and their care and concern for their child. Um, yeah. And it also came from a space of trying to figure out how safe is their child going to be in this environment, in this world that is not often uh, accepting of someone who is othered in, in mm. air quotes as well. I mean, like, it, it, it's not surprising that um, African parents struggle with, um, some African parents struggle with, with acceptance uh, when it comes to um, our, my community. Mm. Because, I mean, you must understand that the bedrock of our society mm. has always been our faith. Mm. Whether who you know whether you believe in your ancestors or whether you go to church that's always been the most important part of 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 us mm-hmm. and i guess um also it goes to our history that when when the colonizers came i mean they took everything except obviously um taking our faith and and uh, well, I don't want to touch the contentious issue, but like the point is, our society in our society, mm. our faith is everything. Mm. So now I come to my father, who's a pastor, and I tell him that I am gay, and Leviticus twenty is here about mm. this uh, the topic. Um, you know, um, 
Romans 1, 16 is clear. I mean, mm. I mean Romans 1 from verse 26, mm. you know, for this reason, God gave them over to sinful desires. The woman gave up their natural desires for men, and they were inflamed with lust, um, mm. and I'm paraphrasing, by, by one another. You know, it's, it's quite clear. And then here comes my son, mm. you know, and he, he's telling me this. From a cultural perspective, what's going to happen? Mm. This is my firstborn son, you know, like um, who's going to carry the name and all those kinds of things. How how am I going to have kids mm. if I want to have kids? You know, um, how is society going to perceive me? How are they going to accept me? What now? What about the the journey that I've been on? You know, mm. the music that I've been making. So there, there, there were a lot of questions and I think there's still a lot of questions. Um, but... Um, <laughs> Uh, sometimes, like, the best thing is just to, you know, uh, understand, again, strip things back to the bare minimum that um, there's love here and we still have a journey, God willing, that we can walk and then it's going to make sense, you know, yeah. because the other thing that we underestimate the most is how, how, um, how disruptive coming out is. Mm. You know, like it's very disruptive. You know, I can tell you, I've had to, I've lost, like, if, like, I've, I've had to resign from a job and actually, or a few times, resign mm. from a job because of my sexuality. And also have, like, you know, where you've poured your blood, sweat, and tears, mm. and, and you just get disqualified for just one, this one thing. Mm. You are gay, and therefore the Bible is clear. But I'm like, Hold on. The Bible has been clear about a whole lot of things and that we choose to ignore. Yeah. You know, um, even in that Leviticus <laughs> right? Even in that Leviticus book, there, if, 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 if we are going to use that as a standard, a lot of us will, are going to be found wanting. Yeah. And, you know, but then um, there's this childhood hymn that we used to sing. Um, it's called Utando Lugababa. It's Utando Lugababa Lunjongolwanjabo. You know, um, love of the Lord is like an ocean. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm just at a space where I'm like, I'm resting in God's love. Like, I don't need to fight for acceptance because yes. He accepts me. Like, there's no need for me to be, like, shouting on the mountain top. Hey, like, can I have no? Like, I, I need to trust that this is what He's given me. This is he, this is where I'm where he's support like I'm where he wants me to be, yeah. and that he's going to do what he needs to do through me. And like if he's if he's if he's said it, like there's nothing else that can stand against that. It's always an interesting conversation for me. I often say, especially when uh, it's not the the you know the the sexual orientation part that is interesting for me because that's neither here nor there. Yeah. I grew up in a family that's quite multicultural, uh, multisexual, multiracial, and all the rest of it. So I've orbited different spaces my entire life. What is always interesting is once you you add the the equation of Christianity into it. Yeah. Um, by the way, just as a quick reminder for myself, for anybody who uh, you know, is a parent or is a guardian or a family member, and you might want to get into the minds of, as you just heard NJ uh, saying, that coming out can be often very disruptive. Um, and I always challenge people to say, plant the seed inside your head right now. If you are looking at your six, eight, seven year old child right now, especially as a man, a man guardian, a man parent, a father, a grandfather, an uncle, plant the seed in your head right now. What would happen? 
if your son more especially um, comes to you and says, mom, dad, I'm gay. What plant the seed now so that you orientate yourself as as the adult towards you know changing your mind and challenging your own thought process and you might also want to log on to Amazon and get that book like I said it's an adaptation of Ndozaki Shange's For Colored Girls and this was edited by Keith Boykin uh, it's a book edited by Keith Boykin and it's called For Colored Boys Who Have Considered Suicide When the Rainbow Is Still Not Enough and it will really just get you into the hearts of a lot of uh, homosexual men and their journey in finding acceptance both for themselves and in society at large. Let's take a musical break. Another one of NJ Kunene's songs and then we're going to come back and continue our conversation with NJ as we get to know him a little bit better and I guess as we challenge you and I's thought process around homosexuality uh, as it juxtaposes itself with Christianity or any really faith-based organization. Oh, let's play musical cheers with the song. Surprise me. In the alcohol 
Matemba is uh, the name of the song. NJ Kunene on uh, the lyrics as well as uh, the vocals right there. And he is a gospel singer-songwriter with uh, years of experience in terms of writing for some of your favorite uh, gospel uh, singers. Uh, He's also BFF with uh, probably the country's most popular openly homosexual couple Sumizi and Muhali, his husband Muhali um, and today we're having a conversation around homosexuality uh, as uh, it is put up against the, the Christian faith and I guess any faith by and large really. I just uh, put out a tweet and I got at KTD Reginald says he I've always, let me just read it verbatim he's like I've always wondered what gives them the courage to be Christians when the Bible clearly states that no man must sleep with another man because it's an abomination. Same with witches. It clearly says never suffer a witch to live. I'm touched personally by the use of the word them uh, besides the context of just the entire situation. The othering of individuals, um, and we spoke about this earlier on in the show and as far as, uh, you know, marginalized communities, but the othering of individuals, I think, is where a lot of the problems we see in society start, right? Um, exactly. Uh, but then 
I'm responsible for me. Mm. And um, I mean, that's all that matters. And uh, it's through experience, seeing God come through over and over again, Mm. you know, where I'm like, actually, this is true. Indeed, yes, indeed. Utando luga baba lunjongolo anjebo. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and blessings to him. You know, and um, and we just keep it moving. Mm. And and that in itself, I think, is is something that we should not really allowed to be and i know that oftentimes the fight has been laid on the doorsteps of the lgbtqi plus community uh, and its allies to 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 fight and i i know from my personal circle uh, my friends who were activists in in you know in varsity and in the earlier years often say i as a gay man i'm tired of fighting I'm tired. You know, you you will transform Nina as heterosexuals when you decide. Uguti, it's it's right and just for you to 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 transform your thought, your psyche, and everything else. The the thing that a lot of people don't see is that, oh, Kala, I am black first before I am gay. Mm. So I have to deal with the fact that I am a black man in South Africa, mm. right? Um, as much as um, I know the anguish of being a graduate and trying to look for employment and mm-hmm. not finding employment. These are the things that I have to deal with, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and then I have to also um, fight within my people to belong. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm like, nah, man, like, I'm not even going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do like how Jesus you know, taught his disciples. You go to where you're accepted and where you're not accepted, I mean, you and you move on you know and that's exactly what i'm going to do as the young kids say we move we keep it moving Uh, (laughs) let's go to the voice notes I've already planted in my mind i i can't accept it on biblical principles so if he wants to do it so be it but i won't believe otherwise it's totally wrong it's totally wrong good morning uh, project it's Mosa Zundela from Depend here I'm listening to you and Ugne and the singer there with great interest there are a lot of things that we don't accept as South Africans especially if those things are discriminating uh, whether it's racially or sexually but funny enough if the Bible discriminates us is somehow we accept that whether it's uh, sexually or, or racially like right now we know that the the bible is homophobic but one day we need to draw the line or, or in terms of accepting or not accepting uh, discrimination like where do we draw the line and what's the difference between discrimination from god or discriminating i mean discrimination from an ordinary uh, citizen Hi Bruce, my name is Leon, I'm from Hot Bay, Cape Town. On the viewpoint of Christianity, uh, whether you are Muslim, whether you are Hindu, whether you are gay, whether you are lesbian, whatever you are, one, do we have the right to judge? Because if we judge, we are going to be judged. Let the big judge decide on whether the person is wrong. My belief is if he's gay, lesbian, let him come to Christ. It's only Christ can judge, not me. 
Good morning, this is Daniel Joshua Challen. As far as I am concerned with the homosexuals and lesbians, the Bible, I believe, is the word of truth. If you look at Romans 2, the Bible says, there will come a time when man will go away from the plan and purpose he was created with. And a man will lay with a woman, and a man will lay with a man, and a woman with a woman. But if you make the choice, the Bible goes on to say, there will be a curse upon you. The thing is, you as an individual have a choice. What the Bible says is the truth, and it will come to pass. And it is coming to pass in this world. And therefore, I believe if you make the choice, any choice you make, irrespective of who you are, you make the wrong choices, you follow, you suffer the consequences. You make the right choices, you receive the blessings. I have no problem in accepting these people. They have made their own choices. But the thing is, as far as rules and regulations of the church is concerned, there is certain precepts they've got to follow according to the word of God. And the church has got to follow the word of God. Government is there to make laws, and you carry out those laws. Churches are there that live by the Bible. People, the Muslims by their Quran and the Hindus by their books. So therefore, we got to respect what the word of God says. Thank you and God bless you. Yeah, it's always an interesting one. Languaging is always so important. <laughs> <laughs> Languaging is always so important. And I often wish that I'd been that person who had studied the Bible. I find it so impressive when people can quote scripture uh, in order to uh, substantiate whatever viewpoint. Because I also find that, you, you know, if you're well versed in your Bible and you know it from yeah. back to front, you can probably find a sentence somewhere in there yeah. that, that qual qualifies whatever your opinion is on just about anything um, and and someone else can flip the page and find another one that completely differs yeah. um, and 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 there will be a verse that, that also supports that in one way or another or that you can interpret to support whatever your opinion is because it's also about interpretation at times well, well i mean let me correct the gentleman the last verse note is mm -hmm. actually romans one not romans two mm -hmm. um and actually when 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 Apostle Paul was writing the book, he wrote it like a thesis. So in in in, in Romans one, he explains why the Gentiles have sinned. Mm. In Romans two, he explains why the Jews have sinned. Mm. And then he concludes in Romans three that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Mm. Right. So if you're just going to read it from just that one part, mm. you know, you will then conclude that this is what the Bible says, and I'm going to stand on it. But actually, we we are we all have sinned and 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 have fallen short of the glory of God. Outside of Christ, if you are in the Christian faith, mm. the redemption comes through belief in Christ and mm. nothing else. Right. Um. Um. It, 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 and then the second, the other part is that they asked Christ and they said, uh, uh, Rabbi, what's the most important, what are the most important uh, laws in, 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 in the Torah? And he says, um, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your might, with all your soul, mm. and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm. Because it makes sense for, for, for a God who is love to actually conclude and say, these are the two most important things. Mm. And 
people saying that the church is there to legislate or, or to, 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 to only follow the law, that's, that's, not, that's not true. Mm. Paul says he, he is equipped apostles, preachers, teachers, evangelists, and prophets to equip the saints for the work of service. That's why right now, if you look at the body of Christ, it's, it's a shame because most churches can't tell you what their work of service are. Mm. Except for running Sunday services, they can't tell you okay, this is what we're doing on a normal day to day and 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 i think for me like when when i came out and then when i felt that rejection mm. right and and, and it, it it was a revelation because i suddenly realized that man church begins on a monday and not mm. on a sunday it starts on a monday it really starts on a monday because then i'm there amongst same people who have, by the way, um, the LGBTQI community uh, is, is, is special. We're a special group, but like in terms of people who are rejected by the church, uh, we 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 are amongst the number of many other people. Mm. If you've if you've ever been a a, a, a single, if you've ever been a young woman mm. in the church, and then suddenly. Um, you felt pregnant. Mm. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. If you're a single mother in the church, um, that uh, that that has placed um, marriage and 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 all and the sort um, high above everything. You know what I'm talking about. Mm. Where like the messaging does not speak to you. Likulumago mama, but you are a mother of three, and yet mm. you are not acknowledged that you are a mother. If you are, if you are a black child and you love groove and you love drinking, you know mm. exactly what I'm. And you love the Lord, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Because you can't love Jesus and groove at the same time. Apparently, mm. yet He did turn water into wine. Whether you like to run away from it or not. <laughs> The first miracle was him turning water into wine. And let's just talk about the black church specifically and its relationship with alcohol. Mm. The list is endless. So, um, like, when I got rejected by the, ch- the church, I found that I was amongst good company. Because even at Kitchener's, I'd be sitting at Kitchener's and amongst my people and we'll start having such conversations. And my Umayawam my, would go, yes. My spirit would go, yes, I am fulfilled, I am happy, and God loves me, and God loves us, and He's with us. Because the thing is, you can't contain God in a building. Mm. You can keep your building, you can kick people out, mm. but guess what? He moves with them. And it doesn't mean that He's not with you. He's also mm. going to be with you, right? But, like, you, no one gets to own God, not, not a single being, mm. not a single human being can own God and, and, and it's, it's been a beautiful experience to know that especially in my story Mutawung, uh, we've got Mutawung standing by on the line from uh, Fos Loras, good morning Hi Bridget, how are you? I'm good, thank you, how are you? I'm right. thank you very much for the topic mm-hmm. uh, I wanted to start by saying woman and mm. then Jesus became the earth. now the reason why today the churches are what they are today, what we see today in churches, is because people believe in the priest, people believe in somebody in the church. Mm. Uh, they, 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 they did not get the point of love. And then at the end of the day, they don't even know anymore what are they doing in church. The reason for my call, uh, there is this SMS that you read, 
that somebody was saying why uh, the gays are even saying they are Christian. Yes. My reason for the call is that one to say, it doesn't say whether Uba okay or Aus okay. Mm. Only go to women and children and mm. love. Doesn't matter what the people are eating pills. Because I'm also a semester bullet. Uma anga women and children and love. Uma sees a guy who's a scholar and is on the way to the bomb. So now I don't understand people. That's why they spending money in church. Mm. That is the reason. Mm. It is a good point indeed. Thank you so much for sharing, Mutawong and Tanta Butelezi. President of uh, the PRM, uh, acronym for? Uh, People's Revolutionary Movement. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Yes, thank you. Yeah, uh, every person has got a right to live. Mm. And uh, as PRM, we really are not happy with those who are take gays and lesbians because they've got a right to exist. Mm. Uh, at a particular time in life, they will repent. Mm. And we really are against because we had here in KZN, uh, there are about two of them that have been killed. Mm. And we are angry uh, about that action uh, because they've got the right to live. Mm. However, we disagree and we don't recruit on KZN lesbians. It's our right because a man and a woman are recognized uh, mm-hmm. by the Constitution, by the Bible, and they have to be encouraged to join the PRM, but not gays and lesbians. We don't recruit them and we don't want them to vote for us. Hmm. Uh, we Isn't that a bit of a contradiction, though? <laughs> no, no, did you, did no you not just say you are the, the president of the people's rights? Yeah, people's revolutionary movement. People, people's revolution. So are, are gay and lesbian, is the LGBTQI community not a people? No, they are they are people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, when, when we say... We, are, we wanted to build a normal society. A normal society is not abnormal. Uh, we feel that there's abnormality in gays and lesbians that needs to be corrected. They need to be picked mm-hmm. for. May, may I challenge your, your, your thinking process, though? Because you opened it very lovely, saying how you do not condone the abuse, the murdering, the mm. you know the discrimination of the LGBTQI plus community. Yes. And then five seconds later, you then say, but wait, wait, Tina, as an organization, we actually do exactly that. <laughs> no, no, no. We, we don't kill them. We say they've got a right to exist then. But uh, far, far away from the PRM. No, no, no. As I was a smartphone, I, I can have a child who, who is also a gay or a lesbian. I can have. But the, the, the child of mine would not be part of the PRM because they are not allowed to, to join the PRM. Uh, I must check myself and uh, the reasons why uh, that, that, that child uh, becomes a gay or a lesbian. I think you must check yourself, President uh, of the PRM. Yes, I, I, I would, if ever, I, I would uh, produce a, a child who's a gay and a lesbian, I'll check myself, where did I sin? And Why God is punishing me? Uh, because maybe there, there might be sins from my family that have so your child un, unto my uh, child. Your child would be a punishment as, as you, you yes, deem it. Yes, yes, okay, very interesting. Thank but you can so I continue? Can I proceed? We're just fast running out of time. Looking at the clock, it's almost 12 o'clock uh, and we have to wrap things up, unfortunately. Uh, okay. But thank you, thank you. We will con- thank you for your contribution, I- uh, and thank you for allowing uh, us to to challenge your way of thinking. Some uh, interesting thoughts there. Again, I go back to that thing, which as a parent and particularly a black male.
you need to implant the seed in your head right now because mm. it's about introspection and it's not about using words like where did i go wrong um you know because you did not go right or wrong you know what is normal and abnormal um but the conversation is about where where does your belief system stem that that you think it's okay to other other people that you think it's okay to 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 you know use terminology like uh i i would cast my child out and they would not be my child anymore and that's easier said than done but when you're looking at your blood reflecting back at you you might have a different thought process um so as we wrap things up nj kunene just parting shots from you well um (laughs) I just wanted to say, Uba, um, it is, thank you for the platform. It is important, as, as clearly as you can uh, tell from the comments, that we, it's a conversation that we need to have. Um, and also just to say, um, at the same time, I mean, um, we don't really need to give homophobes a lot of, you know, platform, I yes. mean, a lot of airtime, you know, because that they, like, um, once someone has made up their mind, I mean, there's, there's nothing, like, anyone can do mm. but there are those who are interested who want to know that like we have fr- even if you don't have if, even if your your kid is not gay might not be gay but you have like friends relatives and and, and people in your community mm. you know are part of the lgbtqi community it's important for us to start these conversations so that we can educate um so then it's not for acceptance because mm. we we exist we're here we don't need you we don't need to be accepted we, mm. we we i mean i love myself and and i i, I know that i'm loved by god um and and yeah like um it's been a privilege to be able to share my music and also share my story um um with with the show thank you so much for letting us uh, delve into your life uh, this morning uh, and thank you for allowing me to invade your spaces if you're traveling back from wherever you have been uh, i hope you have uh, safe travels may uh, the travel mercies be with you uh, i am out of here the song that i'm going to leave you with is a little bit of a snippet of uh, gijima by nj kunene and then of course your 12 o'clock news is coming up with Anne musa